Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello everyone. I truly hope that the third time is a charm for this podcast episode that I have been wanting to share with you for so long, but I have been struggling to find the right words, to know exactly what I want to share, to figure out where my boundaries for my private life is, and where I can share something from my life that will actually be of value and help other people. So. I have recorded this episode two times already and it just didn't feel right. And now I'm just going to trust that I am in the right kind of energy, the right place to share what I really want to share from my heart with you today. So warmly welcome back to the podcast. I am super happy that you're here with me today. And I, yeah, I am really excited to share this episode um, with you. So first of all, my name is Annette and I am currently uh, running Radical Broccoli. I created it together with my sister, Suze, who is in maternity leave right now and has been since April. So I've been running the ship together with a very very amazing team and um, but I have to say doing it alone versus together is two completely different experiences and of course that I am pregnant as well <laughs> that's made things very very interesting this spring um, and I do want to share a little bit with you today just so that you can know sort of what's been going on behind the scenes and also what I've been learning from this whole experience Um, and uh, I today I actually woke up with the like a huge anxious feeling I Right before I woke up, I had a dream that a bear was chasing me and I don't remember who I was with and that it kind of turned around and started running. So we had to run up the hill and I remember being with someone who was really old, so I had to push that person. So I just woke up like feeling like I was being chased and I couldn't shake that feeling for hours. I went to the ocean to swim and I just felt so scared um, and then I had uh, just went to the uh, we have a local soda here where I live where there's always lots of I mean the locals here are so nice and I just sat down there and had a and talked with some of the people and had breakfast and then slowly but surely it started to release and I started to feel a lot better and this um, riding sort of the wave of emotion has probably been the biggest biggest learning I've had throughout pregnancy because the body is 
creating <laughs> and it's in a, in a completely different modus so dangers almost feel more heightened because the body naturally wants you to protect the baby and so you have a lot of a lot of emotions coming up that you have to experience in a completely different way than before but i'll share more on that in a little bit <laughs> first i should probably start with saying that yes i'm pregnant i announced it on instagram a little while ago and i'm truly so grateful for the response i was waiting so long to post anything um because it's it's so huge you know it's so vulnerable it's like yeah it's this big change um it's my first pregnancy and um i think that before i shared i had a lot of fears around judgment that i had to work through myself and then when i was ready i was 100 ready and yeah, i've received literally nothing but love which i truly just cannot thank you enough for and naturally some people are curious of you know like the circumstances and all of this and this is where i've been debating back and forth for a couple of months on how much i want to share about my private life and how much i need to sort of because you know it's not about me anymore it's about um, my son who will one day have access to internet and will, if he wants, hear everything that I ever made. And it's about my baby's dad's uh, life and his family, which I love very much. Um, and our relationship is complicated. So, you know, there's a lot that if I was not pregnant, I could have shared everything of what had been happening. But right now I have, um, I have to consider things in a different way. So I just wanted to share some things that I felt really important today. And um, it's just been full moon in um, yesterday, last night. And this full moon was all about freedom and I think that freedom is such a big theme in my life. I really seek freedom in every single aspect from, you know, having a job that makes me feel free and creative and I can be where I want and to having friendships that feel loving and supporting, not restrictive and where you feel like you can't be yourself, for example. I want to feel free in my body. I used to hate my body but now I have come to a place where I really really love it and then there's of course there's freedom from the mind which is the hardest one you know freedom from expectations and now I'm learning that <clears throat> pregnancy is also this whole new transformation and a new stage in a woman's life uh, where every single journey is so incredibly unique and what I noticed when I was in Norway is that there's so many sort of set expectations, standards, um, norms almost on how to do things a certain way and how to 
feel almost it's like you're getting pushed to feel a certain way and um there is just so much i felt like i had to again just break free from um one thing for example is you know people telling you that when you're pregnant your digestion will be completely off that is something you can believe or you cannot believe it i don't and i have felt really really amazing uh, so it's really choosing what you want to believe in and um, it's so different because with pregnancy I feel so humble I feel so you know it's the first time I've never done it before I don't know what to expect and so of course I'm seeking sort of knowledge and advice from people who have done it before me but I'm also learning how much I now truly, truly need to trust myself, my intuition, what is right for me. And um, I think it's just one of the greatest relearnings I'm having right now. Um, so yeah, I am now for almost four and a half months, I think. And I'm having a little boy um he i was an ultrasound the other day and they said he was a big boy <laughs> which scared me a little but they also said i was probably further along than what um they first estimated so now i understand i need to prepare myself a little more <laughs> and he is so far looking super healthy which i'm so grateful for and i've started to grow a belly so can't hide it like I used to and um, the body is changing a lot I of course have gained weight um, and I see that and this actually I learned from my sister she told me like because you have you need so much more blood and you need so much more fat to be able to produce milk which I'm so glad she told me like the technical things of what's going on in the body and so you gain weight, or I did do, on my like thighs and my hips. And I really just try to honor and respect like my body's wishes right now and how it wants to develop. And then of course I do my best to be healthy, to be active, um, which second trimester has been very easy, but first trimester I was so ill I was so nauseous I couldn't like if I looked at a smoothie I would want to puke I didn't actually throw up a single time but it felt like having a constant hangover uh, for weeks and that was that was so tough mentally that period in my life that um, I can't even explain I think only yeah if you've been going through morning sickness as it's called you know how incredibly tough it is also because you feel like you can't do anything right and um, I also had you know a job and um, that I had to do so it was I'm going to go a bit more into that period because there's one theme that I want to discuss a little bit because um, I know many people are going through it but um, right now the status is that I feel good again and I'm also kind of 
testing the waters on you know what is it that I still feel comfortable doing can I still go surfing for example um, like I still <laughs> I know my mom hates this but I still ride my motorcycle and I don't know oh I am in Costa Rica I should probably say that as well <laughs> and I don't know how long I'm going to do that I do feel myself slowing down a lot more I also tried to live sort of more in the city where I'm staying and that was absolutely horrible I felt for more reasons than just in the city but I'm now staying in a place that's kind of more quiet um, I feel like the community is so it's the same people so I feel really safe and I have friends that live out here as well so close by so there's just certain things that feel like the priorities shift a lot and um, I still love to be social I even like to go out but um, I need a lot of sleep and a lot of like consistency um, and of course I'm a lot more hungry so I really try to listen to yeah listen to the cues of my body I've been eating a lot of fish and eggs that's what it wants and I also have this craving for meat but it's like it's still too ethical for me um, so I just have to kind of see if it's actually something I can do or not um, <clears throat> But I've been drinking bone broth, that kind of is what's been working. And I feel that it's helped um, my, my iron levels a lot. So, yeah, and um, it's a huge, you know, also spiritual self-development transformation that's going on. Um, I find that I have an enormous amount of self-respect that I didn't have before it's like whenever I go through these deep emotions now I just it's like I have so much more space for them to just come through and um, it's so easy now to allow myself to cry to mourn like I have a lot of grief coming up I'm very a lot of me is like very sad for giving up sort of or giving up it's like it's it's a birth that's coming up but it's also death of my life of how it used to be and I just have to allow myself to be really sad and then I also see that it goes over and then when I actually allow it to release I feel so much better and I'm starting to really I don't know in a way kind of like all the emotion that's coming up and yeah it's almost like I can handle myself better even though I'm so much more and I also feel so much more connected to the earth and I'm in the ocean every single day I walk on the beach every day I really need to connect with sunshine with the trees um, and I pray a lot which is new like I talk so much with like the universe with um, whoever is out there that I feel connected to and I ask for a lot of help a lot of protection 
Um, so it's kind of, in a way, deepened, I think, my spirituality. And um, I also talk a lot with... Uh, I actually don't talk a lot, but I feel a lot, this little baby soul. Um, I have no clue like how he's going to be when he comes out, but I just feel his energy. And I never feel alone because he's always here. And that's also a really, really beautiful experience. But I did have a very traumatic start of my pregnancy. Um, as I shared a bit on Instagram, I don't want to talk so much about my baby's dad, but I can say that we were in a relationship and we did talk a lot about having kids. Um, but the way that our relationship unfolded, I understood that that was not something I wanted to do together, but life is full of surprises. So... I left Costa Rica around the end of February and um, I came to Portugal <laughs> and I was there because I just purchased uh, an apartment which I felt very lucky to be able to do and I felt like I needed a little break um, to sort of yeah, get over uh, certain things, certain people. And it was, um, yeah, I was, I was very emotional. Um, but at the same time, I was also very happy at the time for the decisions that I made. And I felt so free and so good. I had had the best time with my friends. And um, yeah, I was in a very, very happy place. And when I landed in Portugal, I instantly felt something shifted in my body. And um, I know now people ask me, like, do you know that you're pregnant? I felt something shift, like, on the minute. <laughs> That's, I felt it a lot. So when people say, like, they've given birth and they didn't know they were pregnant, I'm in awe of how that is, how that can happen. Um, but of course, I didn't know at the time that it was pregnancy. Um, I just knew that I was feeling... Like, my appetite was very strange. And I was very up and down in my mood. I remember this... <laughs> this is embarrassing, but... I remember this man telling me, like, you cannot park here. And I just snapped at him. I was like, are you the police? Would you ever tell that to a grown-up man where they can park or they cannot? <laughs> and um, I was just like, whoa, why did I have to react in such a such a huge way you know um it was like i was ready to just bite his head off i was so agitated and uh i was thinking maybe it's like stress from the apartment i was back and forth to ikea moving all of this and so <clears throat> i was gonna go uh, to spain because my dad um uh, lives there a couple of months a year and he had brought my dog that he was so kind to uh, dog sit when I was gone so when I came there I was thinking I would feel better but <laughs> I just continued to feel super strange in my body 
and uh, I felt like um, yeah it was like I was waiting for my period to come but it never came and you feel like super PMS all the time and then we were at dinner one night and like in the middle of dinner I would just start crying <laughs> so like I couldn't stop the tears it just cried all over and you know the waiters were looking at me like oh my gosh what's going on with her um and i um then my dad was joking with me he's like you're not pregnant are you and that's when i just i hadn't even thought thought about it at all um but it really hit me like a ton of bricks and i went to the pharmacy uh, without telling him, like I just wanted to do it on my own, and I bought a test, took it in the evening, and <laughs> the moment when I was waiting, it was like, when I look back at it now, it almost felt like I was in a cloud, like a pink cloud, time was standing still. I saw the two blue lines, and I didn't feel like shocked, I didn't feel happy I didn't feel sad I just felt the biggest moment of peace that I've ever felt it was like time was standing still and everything was exactly how it was supposed to be um, and I just felt yeah I can't even it was like I was out, having an out of my body experience um, and I went to bed that night, didn't tell anybody, and I woke up the next morning and I decided to take a new test just to be sure because you're supposed to take them in the morning. And then it was positive and then my brain and my ego kicked in and I completely panicked. I was, I was, I was out of it. Um, and I told my dad and I told my mom and they both reacted in the best possible way they were just were like super happy and like calm and said okay you know this is a beautiful thing um, and I called my sister as well I think a couple of days later and of course the baby's dad and he was also um, like positive and then I realized like I couldn't and now I needed to figure out what I wanted to do without sort of anybody else's opinion and um, for a couple of weeks I felt like okay this is this happened I I think I want to keep this baby um, and uh, I came back to Portugal where my mom met me she's amazing She like a, it was hard to be alone and to, to finish the apartment um, and uh, I also remember at this time I had a huge intuitive hunch that I needed to talk with Torun who has been on this podcast Torun is a healer She's very fully booked and she's she can sort of tap into your future energy um, and also, of course, help you heal your body. And um, 
when I had this conversation with her, I was starting to feel so torn because the more nauseous I felt, the more I started to think about the consequences of having this baby, the more scared I was and the more I just, I felt like this was actually going to be impossible. Um, so she was a true angel. She set aside time for me. Um, and we had, uh, she actually helped me look into the two different scenarios, one with the baby and one without. And gave me, you know, truthfully, like the challenges and that would come. Um, which sort of gave me a more, what can you call, sober um, understanding of what I would have to deal with. And uh, she didn't want to influence me in any way, uh, but she did. <laughs> she started the session with picking a card. And it was so crazy because the card that came up first was literally a child who looked like um, she was from Costa Rica. <laughs> and we both were, were like, whoa, that, that was pretty wild. Um, and she told me, you know, take three days to think about this. And at the third day, your heart will know the answer. And I think that in my heart, I knew the answer. But, and after the three days, I knew I wanted to keep my baby. But after that, it is the darkest, darkest period of my life. Um, I started to feel nauseous. I was alone in Portugal. I mean, I had luckily two of my really good friends there, but I still was didn't have my family there, and um, I, I, I was I was in pain. I was I've never been so depressed in my entire life. Um, I was fearing every single thing from the judgment I would, thought I was gonna face from like I could picture myself being isolated and alone <laughs> and like having to take care of a baby in the middle of the night and having no help I I felt like my life was over and it got so bad that I felt suicidal um, I felt like it was just no matter what I would choose, that I would ruin either my life or make the wrong decision. And both options felt impossible. Um, and yeah, that's the, the worst. I think also the hormones intensify everything so much. But, and this is something I realized like only women go through. Because we are the ones who carry children. So we have so much sort of responsibility and also power to choose what we want to do with our bodies. And um, I knew that I had to listen to my heart, but I've never, ever, ever experienced my fears and my ego being so loud. So in the end, I decided I wanted to take an abortion and I just felt like I had to go home immediately. So that's why I left Portugal. A lot of people were asking me like, why did you suddenly leave? 
um, and um, I just needed to be home. And when I came home, literally, I booked a ticket, and the night before, or the morning before, um, my sister's baby Luca was born. And of course, that is like a whole other dimension of emotions coming into the picture. Mm, and I met him and I both realized like how, I mean, I knew that I would keep the baby, but I also saw how much help she needed. So it just made it actually even more hard to choose. Um, even though like even though I knew I don't know how to explain it better it's like you have the knowing but still it's horrible <clears throat> so fast forward um, I got a gynecologist appointment right after Easter was done and he was an angel he asked me if I wanted to see the heartbeat or not and I did want to see it actually and that's when I knew like I'm going to do this and um, some part of me felt better for finally landing on a decision and even daring to say it out loud and maybe even feeling a little bit happy and like a little bit like whoa I'm I'm pregnant uh, because I didn't even allow myself to feel any happiness before and um, yeah, I had some extremely good therapy sessions also to help me just deal with everything because it was so overwhelming. Well, at the same time, you know, Seuss was suddenly in maternity leave three weeks early and I had to take over the company. And um, yeah, but landing in that decision just made things feel better and... I think literally on the week uh, where I entered my second trimester, the nausea went away and I felt energized again and I felt like I needed to be in Costa Rica um, and because Norway is just not, you know, it's, it's not for me, <laughs> not for everyone um, and I needed to be in my own I, I, I don't know. It was just, I, again, intuition. I just needed to be here. So, after that, I have faced so many of my fears. And I have literally received nothing but love. And nothing but, you know, I think maybe two people have asked questions in a little bit of a rude way. But two out of maybe like 4,000 that is nothing and in real life also I've been met with nothing but respect and love um, so again I feel like I am what can you say forging a new way of how to do things and I have um I have to take a lot more responsibility in certain area of my life um, but overall still for some reason this just feels very very right 
and I know that for some it wouldn't be right but I, I truly believe that you know but the, the question is like do you dare to listen to what your heart is saying and not what the brain and like the rational mind is gonna say um, and um, yeah so I'm definitely like in this process I'm not alone I have um, a lot of support and we're figuring out also out how to do this um, together and I just have to yeah give things you know everything can't be like super rationalized and planned some things just have to allow to unfold the way it should and um, the most important thing for me is to have good boundaries um, and also if there's some people who you know I do know that some people have been very like just want the gossip and all of this and I that is just not for me uh, those that energy and those kind of people um, but luckily I don't need to have that in my life at all I'm surrounded by so amazing people so um, that's nothing I want to spend time worrying about and people will always talk and that's fine but I um, literally am already a mama bear so <laughs> funny with the dream I had <laughs> but um, yeah it is a journey um, I have never been more strict with myself to take it day by day I also spend time in nature every day and I notice how important it is to be social for me and to of course try to be as healthy as I can but also you know listen to my body's cravings which <laughs> I haven't had any super strange cravings well maybe actually I, I really I really crave um, like the classical Costa Rican food like pinto and casado <laughs> I don't know maybe it's because I have a little tico inside of me who's <laughs> who wants that kind of food um, and yeah right now today in this moment I'm very happy and very I feel very safe and <laughs> the funny thing is that it changes all the time which is probably why it's been so hard to record this podcast episode um, and um, that is actually what I want to share I just want to remind you all again that you can do anything you want in the way you want it of course be kind and respectful to other people but you never have to follow a certain norm or standard or anything just really follow your heart that's what I believe in and it will lead you to unknown scary places but the places with true true magic um, and I send so much love to everybody who is in this process with me right now or wanting to be or maybe have you know 
taken an abortion but want to um, and as processing that I feel like when I have been sharing this with my friends and I've realized like that almost everybody has been in this dilemma and um, but we just it's not very much talked about so I just want you to know that you're not alone and uh, whatever you decide to do just respect your your wishes so thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i uh, i'm very grateful that you're listening and uh, that yeah that i am able to share i mean it's it's very it is also very liberating to have a to be able to have a voice. So I thank you for that and I wish you a beautiful day and I hope that this is the the one <laughs> that is going to go out to the internet and um, that my future son will be proud to listen to one day. So thank you again and have a beautiful day. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.